I think I think oh. that's a Oh, <laughs> that's tough. I think that's a good goal to have, but yeah, Perfect. make make people laugh on this. It's hard, bro. I don't know. Like the harder you try, it won't work. Yeah, and the I less agree. the less you try, like if you're just going with the flow. Just, yeah, you just gotta let it happen naturally, and you're just gold. It's golden. Mm-hmm. It's golden. Yeah, dude. Like I, I listened to like a you listened to like Joe Rogan before, right? Have you? Yeah, I get a lot of clips on a on on TikTok or like Insta Reels. Uh huh. He's he's always on it. Yeah, that guy's awesome. He's like who's he's who I look to to like how to do this stuff or really? anything like that. Yeah. But then I see like most of the time he's just going with the flow of things, you know. He I may heard... have certain questions that he has like he tries to gear towards, but uh-huh. most of the time he's just chilling, talking with the guy. I heard that every like guest he has, like it's like months in advance. Yeah. They're, like, he's he said I think that's insane. Yeah, he's they're like booked up like six months in advance yeah but i mean this is the most popular podcast on like millions and millions of listeners every episode yeah. I, I think i think this podcast is way better though for <laughs> the facility by a mile bro by a mile we're going yo you got to get your guys over at angelo steak start listening to it man actually I, I feel like they would once once this one posts up yeah shout out to the angelo guys for sure mm-hmm. my bros I, I know the i know the listen to this yeah are you are you happy with your decision where you went because it was a we called it the Alize sweepstakes for oh, a little bit. A very tough decision, actually. Um, and it, it's funny because every like, uh, how do I how do I say it? Like every every time I needed to commit to a school, it's been like so late, mm-hmm. like so late. You know how people just commit in the fall? Yeah. Don't worry. Don't got to worry about the spring. Well, I, I was I'm the complete opposite of mm-hmm. that. Like. For example, at Midland, I did not want to commit in the fall. So I, I wanted that pressure in the spring, you know, like basically forcing myself to to perform, perform, do what I got to do, you know, mm-hmm. and hopefully like everything falls into place. And I think that's that's what happened this uh, this past summer. Yeah. Was, was the exact same thing. Got a couple of accolades. Um Got some uh, recognition. Yeah, honestly, for... I, I was shocked they they actually uh you know reached out. Why? I was like, what? No, I was just shocked because bro, they they were I mean, stacked. They, yeah, they were stacked. They won year. the national championship. Exactly. Last they were year. stacked. Yeah. So it was just like, damn, bro. Like, yeah. Well, that just I think that just tells you that like, yeah, you have the stuff. Yeah. Like I was surprised, honestly, that not enough bigger schools were on you. You I mean, know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you won. Right, if I'm wrong, like what what awards did you win last year, and like how how's your? I know you pitched really good. Yeah, if you want to go into more details about it's actually a crazy year now that I think about it, or like a a crazy two years actually. Um, where do you where do you want me to begin? We can start because you so you went out of high school, you went to New Mexico State, right? Mm-hmm. And then you transferred yeah. out, you went to Midland. COVID happened, and then you got hurt, and then it was just a oh, right. it was it was a it was oh. What a roller coaster that one was, though. Uh, so, so going to going to New Mexico State, um, you're just playing with straight up grown men. Mm-hmm. You know, like eighteen out of high school, just playing with twenty four year olds, twenty three year olds. You're just like, damn, mm-hmm. like those guys are guys. <laughs> and you like, almost uh, ruined straight grown men. Yeah, you almost ruined Nick Gonzalez. <laughs> Probably don't talk about it. <laughs> no, that. That was scary, bro. Mm-hmm. That probably one of the scariest moments ever. To be honest, but for a freshman, yeah, especially for a freshman, bro. What what happened with that? So 
<clears throat> it was a it was actually an inner squad and it, i remember that day so well because that was also the day kobe died kobe bryant mm -hmm. so we were in inner we were in uh an inner squad bro out of like the 15 16 pitchers we had i was the last one to pitch so i had to wait like 13 innings whatever my time comes you know i, I have two outs straight out straight out rip nick gonzalez is up to bat and I'm like, I don't even see no Gonzalez. I'm just looking at the glove, whatever. Yeah, well, real quick, though. But, like, just uh, to put some perspective into the story, Nick Gonzalez, well, he was drafted fourth overall, fifth? Seventh. Seventh, seventh overall seventh in the overall, first yeah. round. So, big With name. Yeah. So, he was – and he had scouts at every game. But, Dude, yeah. anyways, continue with your story. That, that guy was a dog. Yeah. I've, I've heard, Five home runs in one day, too. Yeah, I've heard that, about that. I remember that. It was like MLB The Show numbers. That's what Wilson banished. Yeah. Bro, straight up, bro. It was insane. But um, so yeah, um he comes up to bat. Um, you know, like my my goal that that like at New Mexico was like just not be scared, just throw it. Compete. Compete, exactly. So first pitch comes, fastball. I think it was a ball, to be honest with you. So I'm like, all right, screw it. I'll go change up. I go change up. Bang it for a strike. Go change up again. Swing and misses. Then I'm then I'll <laughs> what was it? Third fourth pitch. I go fastball high. Fouls it off. And then catcher calls fastball in high. So I'm like, screw it, bro. Just throw it. I throw it. He check swings. By the time he check swings, the ball's already there. Hits his hand. And I'm like, damn, bro, no way. So he, he, like, you know, takes his time to recover, whatever. And then I thought – we all thought, like, the inner squad was done after that. Really? Or I was going to face another batter. But he's like, no, nah, I'm good. Goes back in the box. So I'm like, all right, bet. Fresh count, oh, oh. Um, first pitch I throw him, change up, bury it. He swings and misses. Second pitch, fastball outside low, fouls it off. And then third pitch – I'm in my delivery. I lift my leg up, and then he just walks off the he just walks off the batter's box, bro. Damn. Into the into the clubhouse, and then like, like none of us know like what like all of us are shocked, confused, like what's going on. And then after that, like our coach just calls the inner squad, like calls a game, mm -hmm. like that's it. So I was like, what? Like, you know, like I'm I'm over here like just blaming me, and then like everybody's like, nah, you're good, like. It's part of the game, you know? Right. Exactly. And then I, I obviously I go up to him, like I'm like, yo, my bad. Like obviously it wasn't intentional for sure. Mm -hmm. He's like, You're good, bro. Whatever. It's it's part of it. Yeah. And then uh I mean he was just out for like a week. It wasn't anything nothing serious. crazy, which was thankfully. Uh, thankfully. <laughs> You're good. Thankfully, bro. Well, yeah, well, so next day comes around or like a couple of days go by, because it was a weekend. A couple of days go by, like we're going into our next inner squad, and he's just like no one's throwing inside to Nick Gonzalez ever again. And I'm like, damn, like, I know they, I know this, this coach hates me now or despises me, whatever. So ever since then, like, I haven't faced them ever again. I haven't faced them at all. Maybe, after that. maybe one day. We'll yeah. Get there. Maybe, maybe ball one out day. At, we'll, and we'll face ball out at Angelo yeah. State, man. Maybe that's the goal. That's the goal, when bro. The Pirates. That's the goal. But um, yeah, that's when COVID happened. And then that's when I was like, you know, like just getting screwed over because they cleared house when I went in. So it was just a whole new coaching staff, 
And then so, I mean, it was just mainly returners that they that got innings and then the guys that they recruited on top of that. Mm-hmm. And then so I was just like, screw that, man. Like taking the Juco route. Yeah. I took the Juco route and I committed shout out coach rod actually i uh that was the first coach i called i was like hey uh thinking of transferring whatever um i don't know if like you know you still have money for me whatever you don't have to like as long as you have like an open spot i'm actually just down to go and mind you i don't bro i've i've been there before but like i haven't actually like you know seen the school seen like what they have in store whatever i was just like if you got room for me i'm down to go Mm. like whatever and this is like a couple of days before school is going to start. So he he tells me like, you know, just make sure you get right with your coaches over there and then call me back and then I'll uh I'll have an offer put together. I call him back and then he offers me right then and there the next day. So I'm like, you know, screw it. I pack all my stuff. I leave the next day. I'm there. I have nothing. I have like no idea what to expect. Um, then after that, he's awesome coach. Uh I learned a lot from him. Like that guy got me into the best shape of my life. Honestly, we, <laughs> we did so much CrossFit workouts, bro. <laughs> okay. So bro. I will say this. I've heard every time. Cause I've, you know, JJ, our uh, director of player development went to Midland. Yeah. Fernie, JJ and Fernie, yeah. Fernie, they went to Midland. Here's our strength and conditioning coach. And every time they talk about coach, the coach there, they <laughs> all say, Rod. yeah, dude, <laughs> but they say his stuff's hard, but nothing but good things about him. Yeah. Like, I've, it's, it's awesome because uh, that's it's been nonstop. Every person I talked to has been middle like, oh, the coach is awesome. He's an awesome. Yeah, dude. like he's a good dude. He he cares for sure. And like, it's just sometimes you're like, what is what is going through this guy's mind, bro? Like, how does he put this workout together? How how old is he? Is he an older coach or is he he's middle of the pack? I'd say middle of the pack. Okay. He went to UTSA. Okay. Uh, in his college days, he was a he's a left uh he was a lefty uh left handed pitcher too. Okay. So honestly, like we we saw eye to eye most of the time, so it was good. It was all good things there. Um, so I go there my first year, and then I kind of I kind of get screwed over with my credits transferring to Midland from New Mexico. So I basically had to start clean, which kind of it screwed me in a way, but not really. So had to go back for a second year. I get hurt my second year all year, but I'm like I'm literally throwing through it. So I don't threw in the all-star game. Yeah, I threw in the all-star game. And that week of the all-star game is when I got hurt. So I didn't say anything because I knew I wasn't, they weren't going to let, they weren't going to let me go. So I didn't say anything. until after, and then we treated it, everything, whatever, didn't get better. So I started taking like mad, like Advil duels, Mm. mad Advil, Advil duels. Every, every start I had or every uh, outing I had just popped two in, did not feel anything during the game. Until like that night, uh, that's when, when the adrenaline wears off, and bro, it just... that night after every time I threw, it just all hit me at once. And then like I remember, there was a point where like I couldn't even lift my arm up at all. What what was the injury exactly? It was a it was a shoulder impingement. Okay, so that was that's like when both your bones are just right rubbing against each other mm-hmm. as you load to throw the ball, yeah. and it's just straight pain, mm-hmm. straight pain. But um, other than that, like got hurt and that was a year we qualified all the way to the regional championship and we hosted too and i actually pitched in the regional championship too (laughs) and i had surgery the week after that i scheduled so i was like bro 
If we go to Grand Junction, I'm canceling that surgery. You're gonna take more out. Advil duels, <laughs> and I'll, I'll have surgery whenever we get back. But yeah, unfortunately, we came out short, bro. But it was it was a fun experience. It was a fun experience. That was when McLennan went. They beat us, and then they mm-hmm. went to um, Grand Junction, and then so I I go back. I come back to EP after all that. Then I have to go. I have to go back to Midland for my surgery. I come back. Everything went well, clean. It was just a cleanup, which is good. Yeah, I'm thankful for that. And then uh, rehabbed all summer, all fall with Mark, bro. Mark, that's Shout that's out. the go. You gotta have Mark on this podcast. Shout out, too, Mark bro. Scott, Shout out Mark. man. He's worked Shout with Mark Scott, a number of guys here. Best PT guy ever. Yeah, best PT guy ever, awesome, bro. Dude. And then. <clears throat> I worked with him a lot, honestly. Uh, just sending him videos of like me progressive, progressively throwing, and he actually gave me his throwing program, which I love. A lot of more of like a stamina mm-hmm. throwing type deal, which is good. It, it helped a lot come season, and then that's when I missed Bimo all uh all summer. Yeah, I came back in the winter break. You remember that? I do. It yeah, was, it was so weird throwing plows again, mm-hmm. and then. I remember had, your first 90. After. Yeah, yeah. I had my bullpen. When was it? Was it that first week I came back? I want to say it was like your second week. Second week? But yeah, I remember you were like, you were, we were throwing in the, the long, like the, the turf tunnel. Yeah, off the, the, turf the turf mound. Yeah. Yeah. And then you were like, you threw one the week before and you were like 84, 86. I was and like, you were like oh. down on yourself. And I was oh, like, dude, yeah, was it's your first, I was like, it's your first bullpen, man. Chill. And then next bullpen, you were, I think you were like 85, 87. So like relatively similar. Yeah. But then at the end, you're like, all right, I think I can get a few loose. And then it was like 89. And then yeah, 90. it was like the last five. You're like, yeah, hey, bro. I was like, yeah, you, you're fine. I was like, you're, everything's cleared. You've been out of surgery for a while. Like, yeah. And you said like, you've been progressing. So I was like, yeah, get it. And then yeah, I remember I was, that you hit your yeah, first night. I remember I was panicking too. I was like, bro, like, bro, like I can't, I can't be thrown like this, this and mm-hmm. that, whatever. But yeah, that was when I, I did hit my first 90. I'll probably never forget that either because I was like, well, I like I just hope I come back even better or whatever. And I did like all spring, just you know, like I was a second starter that uh this past year. And Tyler Bujo was the first one. Shout out that guy. He he dominated too, honestly. I think all our most of our pitchers dominated all of them. And um led us to the we led to the regional regional tournament. And then came up short regional tournament, but we got, I had a all conference pitcher of the year, um, all region pitcher of the year. And then that was pretty much it. I was really trying to go for the K's, the punchies yeah, for the most punchies, but I, I came up short by a couple innings versus like some of the guys I had way much more. Hey, but- and, and that's annoying. That's another annoying thing too, is the regions. Mm-hmm. And how like diverse they are. There's so many and, schools. Yeah. Especially just in Texas alone. Yeah. Like in your conference, it's EPCC, NMJC, NIMI, Midland, Odessa, Frank oh. Phillips, Claire. What's that other one? Clarendon. Yeah, Clarendon. Um, yeah. What was, just, a, what was a Pima's? Our conference was, it was us, Yavapai, Central Arizona, Arizona Western, Eastern Arizona. Uh-huh. Um. And then I want to say, uh, who else? I'm probably forgetting one in there. Oh, um, Cochise was in there. 
Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, and then uh, and then like the Division Two is all around like Phoenix and Scotts. Oh, South Mountain too. Uh-huh. Um, and then Gilbert, Scottsdale, Paradise Valley, Phoenix. A lot. There were yeah. so many schools. In but there. you're up there in Phoenix, though, so it's oh, it was in nice Tucson all the time. Tucson, but it's still like or the not same. Phoenix, what Arizona yeah. area. Yeah, it was nice weather. It was. It took some getting used to because you know we get back, start there in August, and it's yeah. 106 degrees, and you're out there. You know the junior college days. Yeah. Inner squads on Saturdays. You're out there from fucking 9 a.m. to 4 or 5 p.m. Dude, Bro. <laughs> brutal. Well, it it was brutal, like. During the spring, because it was just cold all the time. Yeah. Like, Especially Midland, it's windy, yeah. too. EPCC, uh, for conference, the wind was blowing in, like, 50, 60 miles an hour. And on top of that, it was, like, 40 degrees. So, imagine – oh, it was terrible. I've, I've, I've started one of those games like that. I was just talking about it with Joseph, but it was, like, my second ever start in college. Yeah. At Newman. And it was – 35 degrees with 45 mile an hour winds blowing it straight in from left. And we were in the third base dugout. So we were just getting destroyed all game. Dang. Yeah, it sucked. I couldn't feel shit, dude. Like my finger, the thing for me is it's not necessarily that it's cold. Like I can warm my body up, Uh but my fingers start to get cold and I can't feel the ball coming off my fingers. And that's that's the issue for me because I'm like, just blow like in your hand, like do nonstop. And then it doesn't even, it barely helps. So like, I'd be throwing Aussie pitches and like curveballs and I'd be missing high. Cause I'm like, I can't feel them off my fingers. Yeah. So just, yeah, not a fun experience, but just put a hand warmer in your back pocket, bro. <laughs> That's what I bet, dude. I have like three in there. <laughs> just sticking bro, it in there. Make one of like a shirt or like a long sleeve. Mm-hmm. That just warms you up. Oh, dude. Good invention idea. I do. I do like that. I think actually that's a good time to, to plug uh, our advertise or our sponsor for the podcast. Let right. see it. Let yeah. See so it. this, uh, this sponsor sponsorship or ad is brought to you by Project Baseball. Alize, let me ask you a question, man. Are you tired of the same generic baseball apparel that is hindering your ability to achieve drip over skill? I am. Yeah, yeah. you are. That's I good. Am. If you answered yes to that question, then you need to check out Project Baseball. Project Baseball is a baseball apparel company made for baseball players by a baseball player. From baseball icon shirts of Barry Bonds, Ken Griffey Jr., Bryce Harper, and Manny Ramirez to funny shirts such as the Hitting Bombs for Hot Moms and my personal favorite <laughs> that I'm actually wearing right now, Drink drink Bang, Throw Gas, P.O. Life. Throw Pro- gas. Project Baseball has everything you need. They use quality materials and have different styles of t-shirts, including oversized pump covers and fitted shirts that show off those gains from grinding in the weight room. Get your hand to get your hands on one of these shirts. Visit projectbaseball.net or reach out to them on Instagram via at Project Baseball and make sure to use Andrew 10 for 10% off your purchase. And remember, drip over skill and throw gas and throw and gas, throw baby. Gas. I love it. That's the that's the number one thing, dude. We got to get gas. you, we got to get you one of these, man. I need one of those. Yeah, we got to up, update the, your wardrobe. The only thing is, I don't drink bang. That's fine. But we have other ones, man. Here, let me, I can pull yeah, up, actually, dude. I can yeah, show you all the some. shirts they have, dude. They're sick. We can update your uh so you don't have the uh Brian Green baseball shirt on 24/7. I actually I actually missed that shirt. <laughs> that was that's, a, the, that's part of the reason why I went to New Mexico. Jose <laughs> always has his Brian Green I was, baseball shirt. That was a showcase I went to. Oh man, it's not pulling up. All right, here. I'll just show you. I'll pull it up on my phone and show you. projectbaseball.net but yeah, check this out. So I got this one. I think I wore this last year. The, the culture teats, Ken Griffey Jr. Oh, you did. And then there's a Michael Jordan one too. 
and they're sick, dude. Oh, that, I, that I think Michael really Jordan cool. one's fire. Yeah. And I, the one thing I really like too is like they're actually affordable. You know, I see some like some of these okay. other like apparel companies, it's like $40 for a shirt. These are all like 20 to 25 bucks. Bro, I've seen like 50 and I'm like, bro, <laughs> that sure better make me throw gas or or get girls or something, bro. And, and dude, all these shirts, they, they add three to your fastball. It's a little, little tr- uh, trick of the trade. <laughs> so how much does a shirt and as in add? <laughs> they actually, dude, one of the shirts they made, because it's basically what they want to do is it's a, uh, it's like college college baseball players making shirts for other college baseball players. So yeah. it's supposed to be like realistic shirts. One of them, it says college baseball fueled by caffeine and nicotine with a Zin can on it. I love caffeine, bro. <laughs> hey, hey, disclaimer, disclaimer, don't don't get into it yeah. if you're young and everything like that. Just like me, don't get into it. Yeah, exactly. Don't 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 get into that stuff. But anyways, getting back to to your story. So you're at Midland, you win all these awards and whatnot. And then that summer, this past summer, we come back to El Faso. You yeah. still haven't decided still, still on a school. I haven't found a school. Um, I did talk to a couple, and then, well, a lot, a lot, of, a lot more schools that had uh, reached out were like, you know, like still in season or just getting done with season. So I wasn't kind of like really trying to panic mm-hmm. or go in panic mode. So um, a lot of them reached out, all different divisions, every single division. Um, but then, like, as, like, you know, like, the second month of summer hit, that was when, like, one of the coaches had said, had talked about my eligibility years. And he had said, since I pitched while, from New Mexico State, I pitched one inning in the spring. Mm-hmm. One inning. And so he said, since I pitched that one inning in the spring, I'm not able to get my red shirt or that extra year, like, added. So that's why that's why like a lot of like D ones that I talked to like kind of like well they would talk to me then ghost me after that I guess just because finding out like if I was gonna go D one then I would only have one year of eligibility left so that that kind of screwed me over but if I went like a D two or a D three or NAIA I'd have two years so I I didn't really get it at first where I thought he was lying because mm-hmm. I I thought he just wanted me to j- just join him. But I was just like, let me let me actually look into this. I talked to Coach Rod, and he, he talks to his buddies about it, and then he's like, yeah, like, it's actually true. And then I was like, oh, so it kind of makes sense, like, yeah. why they were ghosting me or whatever. So now that D1 was out of the picture, I was just like, okay, you know, like, let's see what D2 offers I have. Yeah, and I mean, there's nothing – for anyone listening, D- Division Two is good baseball. Oh yeah, like I, I, I think I've been people, hearing D two is a new D one. It's it's up there. Yeah, like certain conferences, like the Lone Star Conference, um, the one in Florida. That oh. conference is stacked. The conference I'm in is stacked. MIAA, like it's good. It's yeah. good competition. It's it's honestly not bad at all. Mm-mm. Especially like the guys you meet on how like their stories on how they got there. Like it's just it, it's crazy. It's yeah. crazy, and it like. It really like makes you like appreciate like damn like we're all in the same boat yeah basically so um I talked to a couple more a couple more schools and then that's when Angelo just randomly texts me <laughs> out of the like, blue <laughs> I'm like yo I, I hope this isn't a joke but <laughs> don't fuck I, with me right now <laughs> I'm like so I look at the area code and I'm like okay let me let me search this up where this area code is and then yeah sure enough 
I'm like, all right. So, so I, I talked back with them, everything, whatever. Um, they, that was literally when they won their, their natty. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get, they got back to me. I would say a couple of days after when they got back to Angelo, uh, they were talking to me, this and that. And then they kind of, they kind of like not ghosted me, but like they wanted to see how the draft was going to go with the pitchers that they had going. Right. Cause they had like three guys. get. Yeah. They, they got, they had three guys get drafted. Um, those are, those are two righties and a lefty. And then, uh, after the draft, that's when, uh, we all got back together I actually took a visit over there too, mm-hmm. and I love. I fell in love with it straight off, from the field to the facilities to the locker room, everything, and um, I really appreciated the, you know, like the invite, right? The invite to the, to the facilities and everything, because it was it was everything. Everything was like, top notch. No, like oh. everything was. Well, no, it was top notch. Yeah. But like I'm saying, like everything was last minute. Oh, like, everything okay. like I had to like, like just jump on everything. So um yeah I loved it and then uh I got back with them a couple of days after uh talking with my parents and then they they loved it too they they just wanted to make sure as long as I'm happy mm-hmm. and as as long as I'm sure like you know like that place is for me so yeah I was like I'm on board 100% then I go over there and bro it's a whole whole different ball game really from D1 to JUCO to D2 whole like super different like high level d2 high, high level D2. how do they do they run their practices a certain way because that's uh i mean yeah. their level of like with how much they've accomplished as a program i'm sure there's a certain standard that's held every practice yeah and that that's the reason why i really chose them was because you know they're doing something right and mm-hmm. i wanted to see you know like how how they're doing it right and like what makes them like so so good i mean they want a natty like how could you not right and um so i go over there and right off the bat i'm learning so much it's hard it was hard to like process and do just because it it was everything at once but then after a while you kind of like you you start noticing like okay i know what he's talking about now like the coaches are are like dumbing it down till you like actually process the information they're telling you which i love and they work with every single guy on the team they you know even like a simple like hey how are classes going how's the family mm-hmm. how's home like just things like that like this the little things like really really like stand out from yeah. there which i love now that's like a huge part especially yeah. like when you're going to a new school like you don't know how it's going to be exactly right right like you on paper you know Certain schools, you know, they might seem like something, but you truly don't know until you get there. Yeah. And you interact with everybody over a period of time. Yeah. And it's always awesome when you're like, okay, I actually, I'm comfortable here. Yeah. Every, I, I love these people. Everybody's cool too. Like everybody's helpful. Everybody's like, you know, like, oh, come over here or come this, come mm-hmm. like this event, whatever. Like every, everybody's like, you know, welcoming. Yeah. Like it's, it's literally like, like a brotherhood, you know, like I, I love it. I love it period like i love it yeah that was one of the main things i missed out on in junior college that's like one of the reasons i didn't like it at all is because it felt like i was an outsider you guys were like diverse it wasn't diverse i just they're really clicky on the team and it would be like like i had roommates that like i would see them get like dressed up and i'll be like oh where you guys going oh nowhere 
And then I see they're all hanging out at like a party or something like that. Oh, no shot. Yeah. And I'm just at home playing fucking Rocket League with my buddies from here. <laughs> so I was like, Rocket okay, League. that sucks. Like I was like, that's shitty. So I really like my outlook on college baseball at the time. I was pretty upset about it uh-huh. just because I was like, dude, if this is what it's like everywhere, this is going to fucking sucks. Yeah. And then I got to my new school. First night I'm there. My roommate's like, yo, we're we're taking everybody. We're all going to a club rodeo, man. Yeah. Like you can get in. Like, cause I was only when I got there, I was 20 at the time. So he's like, he's like, no, don't worry. Like, you can get in. It's 18. Like they just mark your hands, but like, yeah, come out with us. Like we're the entire team's going. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's a whole different Yeah, thing, dude. Bro. It was and it, I love, dude. It was awesome. Like, that was the main reason. Like, right off the bat, I was like, dude, this feels way different. Like uh, they everyone was super welcoming and like they wanted to get to know each other because they're like, dude, you're our teammate now <laughs> for the yeah. next you know two years or three for me and um yeah it was a cool experience to actually get to experience the the true team nature of college baseball yeah and I honestly i would say like that's something I, i'm not used or i wasn't used to just because i was always like for example like high school like i would like after every time i would pitch or like we had a game whatever i would go straight to the gym mm-hmm. and like all like my other buddies or like people on the team they would go out drink have fun whatever but like i don't know i was just more worried about like finding a school and like producing right honestly that was like mostly my main goals like um high school then after new mexico just like head down just grind mm-hmm. but i mean i I love it there for sure like it, it's opened my eyes and like i've i'd say i would say like it's helped me change my ways into, you know, being more out there and like more extroverted. Yeah. 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 Cause, Cause I'm a, I'm a real introvert mm-hmm. and like, it, it takes me a while to be an extrovert when I'm like, all right, like, I don't know, like it, it happens naturally, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, you know how I am here and, right. and everything, but like, no, yeah, Every, yeah. everybody's awesome there. Did you do a lot of how many guys came back, by the way, from the from the team that won the Natty? Um quite a few actually. Really? There was only like around five transfers. Okay. So you guys got basically we a actually, whole squad that's yeah, we actually have a couple more guys transferring in at the semester for the spring. Yeah. Okay. That'll be fun. So like I would say six, seven, okay. maybe eight the most of transfers. Okay. So and then once you got there and you're around these guys, did you have to like lead on, like lean on them for certain guidance and certain things like, Hey, like, how do I do this? Or yeah. be like, what, what do we, what does he like to do? Like the coach basically. Yeah. So, so I would, um, I would only, I would ask him questions for sure. Like how, you know, like from a pitching standpoint, what mm-hmm. we would do or like team practice wise, what we would do. And they would, they would actually like really describe it well to where like you get it. And like, they'll even like do it first and have you watch so like if you're a visual learner like that'll help a lot more mm-hmm. or anything <clears throat> and then um they'll even like ask like or they'll even tell you like how the coaches are everything and i at first i thought it was like no shot like he's that they're like that cool right and then you go up to him and then yeah they're that cool <laughs> and you're like damn bro like because i remember <laughs> coach rod had his at his moods, bro, or like he'd be cool at first, and then <clears throat> and then sorry, and then some days he'll be like straight up mad, bro. Like something like, happened, yeah. And he, he's in a bad mood for the yeah. rest of the day. 
and you're like, damn, like you're iffy. Mm-hmm. You're iffy with that guy. Bro, what's going on? <laughs> you want some water? <laughs> you want me to get you water? No, 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 no. I'm good. <laughs> I told you. Before. And it's funny because you were like, bro, bring your water. Bro. <laughs> just here. I was like, no, bro. Hold I'm on, good. hold on. Where are you going? You a water I don't need a water. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. Gosh, <laughs> bro, I don't need a water, bro. <laughs> Got a little bug in your throat. <laughs> and what did he do? He drank the water. So, <laughs> no wonder people in podcasts need water, bro. Why didn't you tell me that? <laughs> I told you three times before bro. we started. You should have told me this was gonna happen. <laughs> I Joseph did the same thing when we did oh, when he we did one this morning. He I was like, I was like, hey, do you have a, do you have a water? And he's like, nah, I don't need it. I'm like, yeah, trust me, you'll start talking, and then you'll be like, all right, I need a water. My throat's getting a little dry. <laughs> bro, why didn't you tell me that, bro? I thought I don't know. I didn't think I needed water, bro. Well, now no. you now you know. Yeah, now I know, bro. That's <laughs> bro, what? That's actually crazy. Mm-hmm. I know why people drink water on podcasts a lot. Yeah, dude, I always have my, my... I always thought just to like move around or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, as far as like Angelo goes, bro, I honestly think I'm still learning. Like mm-hmm. to this day, I'm still learning like what I'm doing wrong or like how to progress and be a better pitcher or like be more efficient, which, which is honestly like has helped so much i think for a hundred percent i'm way better than i was when i first got there yeah a hundred percent yeah how's uh but how's the team looking you guys think you're gonna go back to back maybe well honestly i i believe so i believe so Mm -hmm. i think our only issue is just to play baseball bro like just bring it all together and just play baseball because i feel like in the fall like we all just had like I don't know, that little extra, like, like if we were on a, like if we were on edge all the time, but just cause like, you know, like they want a natty. So like all the pressures, Ex- like expectations, yeah, yeah, yeah. expectation, expectations for sure. And then it just had your mind going on like, Oh, I can't, I can't fuck up right here. I can't fuck up right here. Or like, like fuck, fuck the coach is watching, coach is watching. Mm-hmm. But like, other than that, like you just got, it's just, it's so crazy just like you know like winning a natty last year and then this year's like you know when you defend it mm-hmm. and honestly as as long as we put the puzzle pieces together bro we got it for sure yeah for you, sure you guys just gotta take a step back take a step back relax like, hey it's a new year yeah like you know we're capable of doing this so let's just go out have some fun yeah that's that's what you want and th- that's what i love too about the team like like if something's not right, like we all talk as a team, like mm-hmm. you know, like we gotta fix this or this can't happen anymore, you know, like just like, you know, like leaders, mm-hmm. like exactly like leaders, bro. Yeah, and which, you, which you is good. and you need that. And yeah. championship caliber teams have strong leaders on their team. Exactly. Besides the coaches, like yeah. the coaches are great, but then they have guys in the locker room that are like, "Yo, pick it up," or "Hey, like, you know, we gotta fix this." Yada yada yada. Yeah, and that and that's what like the coaches have talked to us about too. Is like, you know, like you think like it's just little things like in practice or like inner squads or like just throwing a short box or anything but like it's more also it also matters like outside of baseball mm-hmm. like waking up going to class or like you know 
like just things like that, doing laundry like the day you're supposed to instead of, you know, like pushing it back another day, like doing your homework on time, like just stuff like that. Like I've I've learned so much and like applied it to my life of what I've learned, which has helped a lot. Was it, <laughs> was it a little bit harder to do homework with the Wi-Fi situation at your apartment? <laughs> Bro, so I, I had to buy a, I had to buy a land cable, bro. So right, like a seventy foot land cable I had to buy, and it's like, bro, it looks like Christmas lights all over the the living room. <laughs> so for anyone that for for context, Alize and I have been trying to set up this podcast since the fall, but his Wi Fi <laughs> situation at his it's an apartment, right? Yeah, yeah. His Wi Fi situation at the apartment is so bad that he couldn't get onto a Zoom call without the call failing. It's it's bro. Hopefully, hopefully the Wi Fi is good when I when I get back. But <laughs> no, yeah, I had a I literally I literally had to buy a a seventy foot LAN cable. Just run it, it. it. It's actually the router is in my roommate's room, and you got to go through all these like. Like for example, the doorway, then the then the hallway of the living room, and then the washer and dryer is next to my room. So you gotta like maneuver that over there, and then into my room. Oh, the ins and outs of that. Bro. It's a good thing you're not a big video game player. Actually, or, or are you now? I am, since my freshman or sophomore year of high school. Really? Yeah. What do you, what do you usually run? Warzone, bro. Oh, I'm a, yeah. I'm a You're a guy. That's, guy. That's what I f- like first started playing, bro. Mm-hmm. And then I put my cousin on, and he 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 actually streams too. So I'm glad he does. He he loves it. But yeah, I had put him on, and then ever since then, I just stuck to COD until that Fortnite phase came in. Yeah. Then quit COD a little bit, joined Fort, and then now that Fort's not booming anymore, I'm back to COD. Yes, sir. Did you get the new one? Mm-hmm. What do you think? A lot. Probably one of the good CODs that hasn't came out. It It's a good COD that they've done that hasn't been good in a while. Okay. And I heard next year. Black Ops 2 Remastered, yeah, baby. My life is happy after that, bro. Dude, that I've was. I've been waiting for that game for so long. That was. Man, that was, that was peak Call of Duty. and Nobody can change my mind. Bro. Black Ops 2 and Black Ops 3 were the best Call of Duties. Um, I will go to the grave, for sure. For sure, Bo Two is my all time favorite. Black Ops Two had the best multiplayer. Uh-huh. Really good campaign. Zombies was all right, other than fucking transit and <laughs> and di- um diaries. That sucked. I hated those maps. But Mob of the Dead and Origins were fantastic. Did you like Buried? I did like Buried. Buried was fun to play with your friends. That was when the the Raygun Mark Two just came out. Yeah, too. yeah, dude. Oh no! And then Black Ops Three has a special place in my heart because of zombies. I love. I'm Black a big Ops zombies player. In the back in the day, dude, I would be grinding it. And Black Ops Three Zombies had the best zombies of all time. Really, dude? Yeah. Did you play any of that? Honestly, I probably played like once, so oh. I don't really. I don't really know too much. I'm more of a multiplayer. Okay. Yeah, uh, dude. No, don't don't get me wrong. I was I was grinding yeah. the multiplayer, but zombies, dude. Oh, I was a little fucking nerd. S and D, bro. Oh, search and destroy. Peak search and destroy. Bro, I played with my cousins. Oh, the stuff I would hear on on those mics could not be repeated on this bro. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's for damn sure, bro. Now they have like, um, what's it called? Like AI, um. Like an AI listener 
that hears your mics all the time, bro. Yeah, that's sketch, man. Bro. I always love the memes where it says me and the boys getting hauled off to prison after our party, the the party chat gets leaked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Dude, I'm going to be bro, serving life. <laughs> I've actually been banned like three, four times, actually. <laughs> For what? My last ban was like 14 days. <laughs> what did you say? Talking. What did you do? Bro, I just told the guy to like, <laughs> like, bro, I don't know. Actually, no, I'm innocent. Because all I said was he's so bad at this game, he needs to uninstall. And then I was just saying, uninstall, 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 uninstall. <laughs> and then I get reported, and then I have a 14-day mic banned. Oof. You got to get the and, boys and on FaceTime. No, I even like, <laughs> oh, bro. I went through this whole thing. Like, I tried going online to, re, like, re, appeal it. Mm-hmm. And it says I'm, un, like, I'm not even banned. But then I get a notification, like, on my dashboard saying i'm banned so it's just like you, you know what game is really strict about banning people is a uh, rocket league i played rocket league a couple of times i'm, I'm a, i was a too. i used to be a little freaking sweat at rocket league i don't know if you're you, just typing in the chat huh no no i never do because they're so they're on it dude like if you if you like say something in the in the, the text chat in the game that everyone can see and it's bad you're banned that day like yeah, they ban you and then it just keeps uh it just keeps doubling so like first one's like a 24 hour ban and then uh-huh. it's like a 48 hour and then it just keeps going up <laughs> fucking uh dumbass mitch over there <laughs> i was playing with him and he said some shit and oh, he, I know mitch he just banned oh he just kept up. getting banned and Straight i think he had like a like a six month ban at one point for it and he didn't he didn't like the game anyway so he never played it he just played it occasionally with us yeah but yeah he got banned pretty bad but it's always funny my buddy that i play with um we made it we ended up getting to champ and duos yeah so pretty like not good like above the average player base but we we play a lot and whenever somebody says something in chat, he'll just type "enjoy your vacation." What do you play now? Uh, dude, I've been on that Rainbow Six Siege grind, man. Are you serious? Bro? Yeah, yeah, dude. That uh, it's Jinxie brought you back, or dude, what? Jinxie did bring me back. But I was playing when the game first came out, like way, way yeah, back, honestly, like, back in like phase two, of, like, like twenty, yeah, like twenty sixteen. I think that's when I started playing. No so way. yeah, it was wild. So I played that for like, and I was good too. Like I was, I think I was in like platinum for ranked, which was pretty good at the huh. time for, I mean, kid in high school, that's good, <laughs> but I would be sweaty. And then I took a little hiatus from it and played for a while. And then we got back into it recently Yeah, and it's just been that, that game crap. It's so rage inducing, but it's, I love it. High schoolers, man. <laughs> you said the high school days. Yeah. This is a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> I look back I'm like yeah I'm getting, getting up there in age high schoolers high schoolers have changed since now imagine oh. the imagine if we were in high school now I, I, stuff we I don't even I don't even want to think about it it was bad when we were there oh yeah going to the restroom Some, it was sometimes, just like, sometimes I think if like how would we be like if Bimo was here like in high school oh that's Bro. just because we never had anything like we this we didn't have anything to like well didn't this come up like Two three years ago, this was we Maybe opened four? the the El Paso location in 2019. Oh, 2019 and open. Yeah. I think I want to say in were the, you like one of the OG OGs? I think I was like the fifth or sixth guy that signed up. Are you serious? I was the first intern here. Damn. Yeah, dude. That, that's it was a badass. lot. Like I yeah. went, so I. It's an accomplishment. Yeah. So I what happened was I was back at 
at junior college and Will Gross, one of yeah. my buddies, you know, I, I trained with him in high school. So I've known him since he was a freshman in high school and I was a junior and I was texting him and he was like, yeah, you know, they just opened this new facility over on the East side. Like you should come check it out. I'm training here. It's literally, he said, it's just me and this other guy right now because yeah. they just opened. And I was like, all right. So when COVID happened or yeah, when COVID happened, you know, season got canceled early. I came back home. I'm like, let me go check this place out. Yeah. Come in or I shoot um, Brent or buy the account on Instagram. I shoot him a DM and then he's like, and then Brent gets back to me. He says, yeah, yeah, come in. So I come in, we sit down, talk. And he's like, yeah, he's like, look, he's like, we can get you signed up and everything. Um, He's like, just go do your stuff today. And then tomorrow we'll, we'll sign you up and everything. So did that. And then, yeah, when I first started, I, I could be wrong, but I, it was me, Will Gross, Renee Solis, uh-huh. um, David Flores, yeah. he, had, he was rehabbing it from Tommy John. I remember David. Yeah, <laughs> he was here, and then it was Brent was running it. Um, Fernie Rodriguez was helping out on the pitching side, and then I'm probably forgetting a few, but I came in, and then I was like, "Damn, like this is legit. Yeah, it's good stuff, man." And then I started just reaching out to buddies. I was like, yo, like if you need a place to train, like come here, started growing it and started getting like, I think we got, once we got to like 20, 25 guys, mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, Hey. So I, I went to Brown. I was like, Hey, like, you know, I, I like doing this stuff. Like, do you guys have do like internships or anything like that? And he said, yeah. yeah. So started as an intern. And then like a week later, Figgy started as an intern. Yeah. Cause he originally was training too. He came yeah. in just to train. And then he was like, yeah, like I, I want to do this stuff too. So me and him for a while, it was just me and him doing this stuff. And then, yeah, it just kept growing from there. And now we're, fuck, I don't even know, man. We have, what, 12 trainers now? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. but like, I don't, more for sure. yeah, there's probably a total of like, I don't know exactly how many clients, but just today there was probably, what, 50, 60 guys in here? Yeah. It was a lot. Yeah. So these, Especially in the mornings. Oh, oh dude, it no, gets bad. are hectic. In the summer, too. It's yeah. Especially in, in the summer. Yeah, he's... everybody's out of school, bro. Mm-hmm. It's just like, damn, I just hope there's a foam roller there for me, bro. Yeah. <clears throat> but I remember I, I reached out to you and I it was my first year at Midland, I think. And I had I remember I DM'd you like asking you about this place. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh yeah, for sure. I'll, I'll go check it out. And then yeah, I remember as soon as I got in, Brent helped me out, Joe Bimo helped me out, you know, like just talking to me of like what they can do and and I think they've really helped me reach milestones here yeah. from like, you know, like I was throwing like 87, 89. And I remember I was so haunted by 89, bro. <laughs> I've seen that number so much. <laughs> like I was like, bro, I can't do it anymore. If you can get me hitting 90, I'm I'm signing up. He's like, yeah, sign up right here. And then sure enough, yeah, I remember uh, it was like, I think I threw like, I was training actually for like a month, month and a half before I went back to Midland. And then that was in, that was when I was like 90, 92. And I was like, yo, this shit works. This shit works for sure, <laughs> dude. Yeah. I remember and I haven't looked back since, mm-hmm. but no, yeah, I for sure love it here for sure. Especially the new trainers coming in, helping out even more like Fernie. He's been here for a while and just programming us. Yeah. Like, especially like, individual stuff is is what i love yeah i remember everybody's different i remember when fernie started 
21st yeah dude john because he was friends like john and him were roommates at midland yeah and he brought him in one day he's like hey like uh this fernie like and he was like talking to brent because fernie was pursuing like strength and conditioning uh-huh. and you know we didn't have like a true strength and conditioning coach you know yeah. i i know things um brent obviously knows things joe knows joe, things yeah. uh back in the day uh sean isaac he's with the uh, the red sox now but he he was helping out too in the weight room but we didn't have like a true strength and conditioning coach here at the uh the El Paso location. Yeah. So yeah, Fernie came in and then him and Brent started talking and he started out as an intern while he was still getting his certifications. And then once he got certifications, uh, now he's the, by, the strength and conditioning coach. Everybody goes to Fernie now. Dude, I know it, it cracks me up. <laughs> he, he gets so mad when like, like kids, guys will come in and then they're like, where's Fernie? And I'm like, Oh, he's in the weight room. And then they go to him to like talk to him about things. And I was like, but he's just nodding his head on the iPad. Damn it, bro. I always have to tell guys, I'm like, dude, you guys can come to me for stuff. Like, I could, <laughs> I can hook you up. You don't always have to go to him. <laughs> That's funny, bro. He, get, he used to get so mad, but it was hilarious to me. Because, like, he the... He bombarded. And then, like, the, the younger kids are scared of me, too. They're scared of you? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, they're, they're like, they think I'm a dick. No way. Yeah, I swear. They've told me. Like once Ooh. I get to know them, I don't know. Like I, I can't put names or what. Or... Yeah, like like a Dante and them. Like no. they were like oh, when you first like when they first met me, they're like, yeah, we thought you were like really mean. And I was like, why? And they're like, well, look at you, because it was like when I had like my full beard, and you know, I'm <laughs> <laughs> just wearing a muscle shirt, like like tank tops, just, just... throwing ninety three too, <laughs> just mogging them. Yeah, no, not not even man, but I'm just like, nah, man, like I'm not, I'm not mean. <laughs> but they're like yeah well we didn't know that <laughs> it's the beard bro yeah dude. how long does it take you to grow it out dude this is i haven't shaved this in like a month or so so not too bad but like you i gotta keep like, growing it out i might honestly, honestly like... i've noticed something every time i have a I have facial hair like oh. a good amount i end up pitching really well you end up pitching really well yeah bro i tried rocking the mustache for a little bit and i didn't do too hot so then i just started growing out the the stubble and then i started pitching better and just never shaved it and then i feel like it's hard to maintain yeah i get some days sometimes i'll take pictures of myself and then it's like fucking crooked <laughs> oh my god i look like a fucking moron right now <laughs> bro i can i cannot deal with facial hair bro like, oh, yeah i i get so itchy like it just aggravates me mm-hmm. so like well for sure i'll, I'll shave like once a week and that's funny too because at midland our coach would make us shave once a week Really? Like a, a clean, clean shave, shave once a week. And if he didn't, bro, he'd find a some crazy punishment to do, bro. <laughs> our our coach, my first two years, he had a rule. He was like, Hey, we have your hair can't go past like if you're wearing a collared like a polo, your yeah. hair can't go past the collar. And um and at the time that was when I had my fucking long yeah, hair. Yeah. I remember I had, that. Yeah, I looked like fucking Prince Charming from Shrek. <laughs> but uh so I was like, okay, so I got it cut down. I still had it long, but like I got it cut above the collar. Yeah. And he was like, Yeah, no facial hair either. Or he's like, facial hair is fine, but no mustaches, and you can't have it like shaggy, you know? Yeah. It has to be like nice, um, kept clean, clean. and stuff. And then this year he was like, God, dude. He 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 cared about it, but he was just like more lenient. Uh-huh. He was more about just like, hey man, if you guys can perform, like, all right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But he still wants us to look presentable. Yeah. But what do you? What do you, do you guys have anything like that at Angelo, or does he? Um, the coach just like ah, go for it. Not just 
Not really, honestly, as as far as that goes. Uh, I honestly think like like hair like on the head, mm-hmm. if it's like too bushy or anything like wild, then yeah, I, I'm I'm sure they're just gonna tell you like yo like yo chill out, fix that, fix that up top. But at one point, I remember my hair was like insane. Like I've never seen it like that. Well, actually, I got a pretty shitty haircut. I got a pretty shitty haircut, and bro, just to try and manage that thing, like it was terrible. terrible. Dude, put a put a lightning bolt. Get a, get a fade with a lightning bolt now. No, bro, I'm not Gonzo, bro. I'm not Gonzo. <laughs> you gotta go to Mike, no, man. I Mike to do the designs. Moon. Like, I just can't do designs. Yeah, I I mean I I'm white, man. I can't <laughs> I can't rock a design. Oh, just. <laughs> Go for an Eminem look, bro. <laughs> I said, dude, one of these days, man, in the next like five years, I'm gonna get so fed up with having to fix my hair and shit that I'm just gonna grow my beard as long as I can and sh- go sh- yeah, just shave my I think head. You should, yeah, but I think like if I do that, dude, I'm gonna have a, a fucking headset dent from playing too many video games. <laughs> you see I've, those? Seen, I've seen yeah. people have those, yeah, yeah. So I don't know if I want to do that. I think you should do that in the summer. Grow out the beard all the way till the summer. And then just shave your head. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see how I'm feeling. I go through phases where I get bored of certain things. Really? Yeah, like if I'm bored of my short hair, I'll grow it long. No way. If I'm bored of my beard, I'll shave to a mustache. And then it must be nice to be able to do all or things. or I'll just be like, oh, let me rock a goatee for a little bit. No and then once shot. I get I swear. And then once I get once I get tired of the goatee, I'll shave that and just leave the mustache. I never I always leave the mustache. Have I, that have that little curl at the end. I had that for a little bit. I remember you did. Yeah. I did have a, I had a little curl, but I always, I always have to have a little bit of facial hair because I look like a fucking baby without it. Back in high school or what? Dude, yeah, I'm really baby faced and I have a round face too. So if I don't have a little bit of facial hair, it just looks goofy. So <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, dude, I, I look, I, I age backwards if I, without it. That's what people tell me. Like when I've never seen you with facial hair before. Bro, if I don't shave for like, a week or two, bro. I look, I look like I'm four. I feel like I look like I'm four. I swear, people. I went I to for New Year's. I went up to uh, Saxon and Tyler's house. Yeah, uh, over in Las Cruces, and I was talking to the guys, yada yada yada, and then, um, I was meeting some of their friends, and they're like, "Yeah, man, like, what, how old are you? Like 28? <laughs> 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 like, so I just went around the room, like, "Yo, how old do you think I am?" I'm like that, 26, 27. Damn, fuck, man. Yeah, I'm like, dude, I'm I'm only 22, man. And they're Do like, they still I do you for zins. Um, nah, not really. Just because a lot of the times, especially in Kansas, uh-huh. the the times I go to the gas station, usually the same people are working and they remember me. Yeah. So they're just like, oh, here comes preview. <laughs> here comes preview. Rolling, have your cool man ready on the on the counter, bro. Peppermint, peppermint, man. Peppermint? Yeah. Have you tried every single like flavor? Uh, yeah, peppermint's my favorite. Oh, hold on. Disclaimer, please don't use nicotine yeah. if you're under the age of 21. We're not telling you to. We do not recommend it. Um, but yeah, this is the this is my go-to. If I if I need a little change, I'll can go you, wintergreen, but can you pitch with one in? No. Okay. Dude, I, you want to hear my routine? Yeah. It's got, and then we'll get into routines after this, and then I think we'll wrap up. But All right. so um I get to the field, it's game day. Uh-huh. We have our pregame thing, so BP, yada yada yada. I'll put two zins in. Two That's, zins in right yeah. off rip. I mean, yeah, I'm used to Bro. it. But I'll go, I'll go two in. It's already atrocious. 
<laughs> don't judge, don't judge me. So I'll go two in, and then uh, we have our pregame ritual, yada, yada, yada. BP, um, in and out, keep them in. Once that ends, I take them out. Re- re-up. Two? I re-up, or I re-up, re-up, and I leave those in all through the game. doesn't matter what, if, like, for the rest of the game, they're in. And then I'll go down, I'll do my whole warm-up and whatnot. I'll warm up with them in, and then oh, as I'm as I'm boy. going into the game to pitch, I'll spit them out, and then I'll, I'll go out and pitch. So, like, you're floating going to the mound or what? No. No, they usually they, – they wear off, but it's just something, man. Like, oh, wow. I, I can't do it with them in. I don't know why I'm not able to. But, yeah, I, I, I take them out as I'm going in to, to pitch. Jeez, man. Yeah, it's nice – How many cans do you go through, like, a week? Oh, I don't want to get into that. Three, four. No, well, I don't want to get into that. Probably one. <laughs> yeah, just honestly, one can can last me can last me like two weeks. So mm, interesting. interesting. <laughs> what what routines do you fall into though? Because you're you're you were starting pitcher at Midland, uh-huh. and now I mean you don't even know what you're gonna do at Angela, oh, right? Yeah, they they haven't. It's I think honestly it's just how you come back from this winter break. Okay. we're gonna have we're gonna have, I'm sure we're gonna have for sure we're gonna have inner squads, and then. um Season doesn't start till February. Like yeah. games don't start till February. So, but what's your uh, like your start day routine? What do you what do you usually so do? So at Midland, I'd wake up, make a protein shake off rip, and then obviously shower, brush my teeth, everything, get ready, go to the field. <clears throat> when I go to the field, like, so it it was a doubleheader days. So I would literally just wait till like fifth sixth inning because they would go seven innings first game then nine innings second game then i would start like putting on my jersey everything like fourth fifth inning stretch my shoulder then have the trainer stretch my shoulder so that was like a good like 10 20 minutes Mm -hmm. then go outside do a uh, roll out roll out my whole body with a lacrosse ball and a foam roller then after that, do a dynamic warm-up, mobility. Then it was crossover symmetry bands. Oh, I love those things. Oh, dude, they're money. Better than J-bands, in my opinion. <laughs> but do a crossover symmetry. Then after crossover symmetry, do the plyos. Then after plyos, long toss. After long mm-hmm. toss, bullpen, I would throw like 15 pitches. No, that's that's kind of a lot actually. Like 10 to 12 like pitches max from wind up and stretch. And then you know, like give it a couple minutes game time, drink like a energy drink or something, like mm-hmm. 10 minutes before, then it then straight on into the and it's go time, baby. It's go time, yeah. Dude, time to lock in. Dude, I love I love talking to everybody about their routines because everybody's different and they all have like their own thing that works. What's, what's the wildest one you've heard? Um, well, if you ask my teammates, they'd say mine. Yours? Yeah. Probably. Because my, I go, I get to the field, I do Wim Hof breathing. And then, um, I will like, like I'll do a foam roll and then I'll, I'll do my hip and core and my, I'll do crossover symmetry bands. Yeah. And then I won't throw plyos before the game. I'll just go play catch Uh if, if I want to that day. I'll throw. Won't go further than ninety feet. I don't go further than ninety feet in season. 
I don't need to. That's the way I see it. It's like I'm a bullpen guy. I'm not going to be able to throw like warm up at a long distance. Yeah. So I literally throw no further than 90 feet. Um, and then, like I said, I'll come in, you know, game starts, you know, free up. I'm <laughs> hanging out fifth inning. I go down to the bullpen and I'll do a, I'll do some movements, like some mobility stuff. And then I do a dynamic warm up, same dynamic warm up we do here at the facility. Yeah. And then six, sixth inning, I usually finish out in the fifth and then sixth inning, I'll do some shoulder tube stuff. And then I'll do like, we have a two pound med ball. I'll do some stuff with my shoulder, like uh, taps. I hate a two pound med ball. <laughs> you still haven't thrown it 40 miles an I'm, hour. I'm we'll never, get there. I'm never, I'm going to bring a knife and just pop it, bro. Actually. So we have no two pound med balls here. <laughs> okay. I'm serious. <laughs> That was a fat kitchen knife just straight to the dome of that. So dude, it's my there. my favorite video from the summer that I made was uh, Will Alize hit. It's actually miles. crazy of how many people like slid up or like not slid up, but like it, sent me that video and was like, bro, like, what are you doing? This and that. And I'm like, bro, shut up. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, talk to yeah. But so I'll do some like just some taps and stuff. Yeah. Um, And then after the sixth inning ends, seventh inning, I'll do all my plyos. So. I think it's – I usually do reverse throws. I don't like doing pivot picks in season. It's oh. weird. I don't do them. I do um, lasso throws. Yeah. I think those are better. You, I, I've showed you those before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were I working remember on those. Something. Um, do lasso throws, and then I'll do my plyos off the mound, and I try to rip those. Like, I'm warm by then. So I'll really? rip those, and then eighth, ninth inning. Uh, usually, usually I have those done by the top of the seventh. Oh. Um, and then – if I know I'm going in in the eighth inning, if it's the ninth inning, I just move everything back a little bit. Yeah. And then I will get off the mound. I will throw just a little bit. And then I have the catcher get down and I just go fastball, change up, slider, curve, fastball, change up, slider, curve. I remember you telling that to Gonzo. Yeah. I don't, I always, I don't, I don't throw back to back pitches. Um, really? I don't agree with it uh, just because. You can get into the whole, oh, that one didn't feel good. Let me throw another one. Uh And I mean, like you said, you only threw 12 pitches out of the windup, 12 pitches out of the stretch, you know? So it was, that's, that's my thing. It's just, I'll do like three or four sets of that. And then I'll just watch the game. And then once the inning ends, I always end it with a fastball as hard as I can. (laughs) And then I go out to the field and it's, uh, I go fastball, fastball, change up slider, curve, fastball. And then we're good. And then in between innings, it's just fastball, changeup, slider, curve, fastball. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I have it down to a T. That's what works for me. Yeah. So, gotta gotta lock that stuff in. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I like that routine. Yeah, it's nice. I, I'm used we're, to it. We're the opposites, though, of like pitch wise. Oh yeah, big time. Most definitely. Yeah. Well, you're a what? Fastball, curveball, changeup. Yeah. So. Fastball moves all different directions, bro. <laughs> I remember Still... uh, you were telling you were telling me about what you and Gonzo were telling me about you guys playing catch and how you said, yeah, dude, they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna it'll run, cut, drop, rise. Yeah, I, bro, like today it was cutting, cutting and rising, and I'm like, okay, I guess it's a cut and rise day, and then next pitch it just sinks, and I'm like. Okay, maybe it's just a cut rising sink day. And then you'll throw a fucking and straight one. Throw a straight one. I'm like, yeah, that's not right. God damn <laughs> it. Has to have some kind of movement. 
But as long as the ball's down, mm -hmm. that's what I'm focused on. When do you uh when do you guys start? You you said beginning of February, right? Yeah. Yeah. What do you do you know who you uh are opening up against? We're opening up against uh Eastern New Mexico. Okay. Over there at their in Portales. I, yeah, bro. Oh. I heard it's rough. Well, I have I have a buddy that's over there too. Okay. And he's like, bro, they call their field the boneyard. And I'm like, Yeah. Don't tell me anymore, bro. I the boneyard self explanatory, bro. <laughs> but yeah, we'll, I'll see that guy later. Shout out Landon. Okay. Dude, I'm I'm excited to see how your season progresses. I'm, I'm excited too. Yeah, it'll be this, fun to a watch. Whole different ball game. I'm I'm ready, bro. Yeah, especially you. Thank I'm you. excited for you too. At Newman, Thank bro. you. Yeah, I'm excited too. It's my last year, so it's your last year. Yeah, yeah. I'm wow. good. Well, technically, last year should have been, but I had a year of eligibility from COVID. So, master's program, one year program, insane. Ball out. Yeah, yeah. So, my last year of that, and then. I'm unsure what's gonna happen after that. Yeah. We'll see. Hopefully, hopefully, get an opportunity to play professionally for sure. And I'm hoping the same for you. But you know, I'm let's focus. For you, dog. We're gonna take it one game at a time. One focus game at a time, one day at a time. Yep. Focus on the season ahead. But yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing what you do, man. Thank you for your Appreciate time. It. Thanks for coming on. Of course, anytime, bro.